Virginia, William Hill, America's number one sports book, is now here. And we have a special 2021 offer to help you bet on all your favorite sports risk-free. Download the William Hill Sportsbook app, and when you sign up, you can get started with a risk-free bet of up to $2,021. Use promo code RADIORF. Terms and conditions apply. 21 plus only. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat our confidential and toll-free helpline at 1-888-532-3500. Let's make it interesting with William Hill Sportsbook. Hello, everyone. It's that time again. Welcome to another episode of the Good Times with Jimmy podcast. As always, I appreciate the love and support that you guys have continually given all of the episodes that have come out thus far. And today is a very, very special episode because I am, in fact, in the double digits now as far as epi- as far as episodes go. This isn't this is, in fact, episode 10. I have a really, really cool guest um, lined up for you guys. His name is Josh Dolan, and a lot of you might know him from TikTok, um, just a super funny guy, uh, very real, down-to-earth, and we got to talking a lot about a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, It was a pleasure to chat with him today uh, for this episode, and uh, as always, I do appreciate the support you guys give the podcast. If you guys can leave a rating um, and also maybe type in type in a review as well if you can. It just really helps out the podcast and you guys have done a great job of that so far. So again, I totally appreciate it and I can't tell you uh, just how much it means to me uh, the, the, uh, the amount of support that I continue to get uh, for doing this. So thank you guys so much. Um, I hope you enjoy the episode here with Josh Dolan. And again, thank you very much for listening. All right, Josh. Well, thank you so much for being here with me today on the Good Times with Jimmy podcast. I truly do appreciate it. Um, this is actually a very, very special episode. I think uh, you and I had talked earlier this week, uh, just in like preparations for preparations for the episode and whatnot. And I just said, "Hey, man, you're going to be part of something really big." Because guess what? Now I'm in double digits as far as episodes go because this is number ten, and I couldn't be more grateful that you are here with me today and that you're recording with me and that we're getting this out there because. This is like one of the more anticipated episodes that I have had. So I truly do appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. No, I, I appreciate you having me on. And uh, yeah, I agree. Anytime you can get to that double digit in anything you're doing, you know, you're you're just taking that next step, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. Like as soon as like whenever whenever I started the podcast, I honestly didn't know how many episodes it was going to go. And then as soon as I just kept building up my guest list and whatnot, I'm literally up to, I think, episode 23 right now as far as like booking with guests. And it's absolutely wow. crazy because when I sat, I was like, like I had like I had my episode, I had my episode with Stephanie Johnson. I had my episode with like with Josh Pren. I had you know, all these people that have just like agreed to be a part of this with me. And I'm just like, I'm like, holy cow, man, this is absolutely incredible. So, so yeah, no, I could not appreciate, um, could not appreciate your time more today because I know before this, before we started recording, you had to put in, um, you had to put in some lineups because you do, uh, because you do some writing for, uh, for fantasy sports. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. I had to get my, uh, lineups in for my daily fantasy sports for the NFL. Very nice. Very nice. So can I, so, so how did, um, so how did you kind of like, how did you get into that? Well, like first, how long have you, how long have you been doing, um, uh, sports writing for, uh, for, uh, fantasy sports in, in particular the NFL? And then do you do other sports outside of that? Yeah. So I, so it's kind of a crazy thing. Like I, I met this person on Twitter who was a CEO of a daily fantasy sports company 
and we kind of just, you know, kind of had a little back and forth on Twitter here and there and, and didn't really, you know, it didn't go far beyond that. And then one day I was like, I should, I should check in to see if there's a potential position that I could do having, um, a background in writing my degrees in English with emphasis in creative writing. So I love to do a lot of, uh, writing, whether it's poetry, writing, uh, screenplays, all that kind of stuff. So, and I love sports, which I, you know, me and you have talked a bunch about how much we love sports. So it was like right up my alley. And he's like, yeah, send over a piece of your writing. And I just kind of looked over their website, uh, modeled my writing after their style. And then they loved it. And I've been doing that since last season. So this is my second NFL season. And then I had a really good NHL season, uh, just playing wise of the daily fantasy sports and they asked me to jump on that team as well to cover the NHL as well. So I've been doing NHL um, just this last season that just ended. And then the NFL, this is my second season. That's awesome. So, so how, so just out of curiosity, because I mean, I'll be very honest with you. The last time that I did anything fantasy sports wise, it was back in 2000. I want to say it was back in 2010, 2011. And I was in college. So, so like a, a decade, huh? Oh, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. Yes. So pretty much a decade since I've done anything since I've done anything fantasy sports related because it was one of those things where um, uh, before that I, I, I was okay. Like I had a little bit of knowledge and, and, and honestly, it was just NFL. I didn't do anything basketball wise. I didn't do anything baseball, NHL. I did none of that because I was just like, man, I like for some reason, I just felt like NFL was the way to go if I was going to if I was going to do it. So as soon as I won two hundred and twenty dollars in my dorms pool, I basically yeah. <laughs> went I basically I basically just said, you know, I don't think it's going to get any better than this two hundred and twenty dollars. I think I'm going to go into retirement. So. <laughs> So I, so, yeah, so I had early a, retirement. Yep. So I had an early, Ramen I had an, noodles and <laughs> early retirement from, from fantasy, from fantasy sports, anything. And it was just like, it was just like one of those things where I, I just, I felt like it really couldn't get any better after that. And I was just, I just said, Hey, I'm like, all right, but, but I, I'm always curious when, when I see, when I see stuff like that. So like, what kind of, what kind of research do you have to do then when it comes to when it comes to, to fantasy sports, is it just like, is it just about like doing the research, the research on the players or is it, or, or is there anything else specifically that goes into it? All right. For, first off, I'm going to blow your mind. I used to run a fantasy league with my friends in high school where like, I literally would have to get the stats from the paper. Like Ooh. I would wait for the Monday paper, pull the stats and I would add it all. So I've loved like statistics and sports, like, way i mean that's age of myself this is like, i mean there was the internet but it wasn't as you know you know touch and go as it is now where you can literally get anything at a snap of the finger you know right right but but so basically with my research i'll um i have four specific teams we kind of divvied up all the teams so like for example i cover the lions the raiders the cowboys and the bills okay now i i suggest players from those teams and you, I mean, it's pretty much like you, like you'd expect, you know, you take, it's the best players most, most weeks. And then you just, I look into the matchups. I go in and getting like, I mean, down to like the air yards, the targets, the red zone targets. Like I dive really deep into it and I write up uh, little paragraphs about my players. And that's what our company does. We write up paragraphs for every player that we suggest. We have a honorable mention pool where, you know, we're not really writing those players up, but we're suggesting them. And then it's, you know, stacks, you know, whether you want the quarterback, running back, receiver, 
quarterback, receiver, and receiver from the other team. So we kind of just do a lot of like deeper dive um, kind of info that you can't normally – you can find, but you have to really look for it. And that's kind of what the subs – like, you know, they pay for that, like not to have to do that extra research. So Right, okay. It gets, it gets pretty like deep deep down in a you know in a hole of um of not just oh they had so x yards and one touchdown and four target you know like so it gets a little bit more deeper than than the average like fan or player would actually go into so that's but see that yeah and i i just i'm i'm honestly like i'm i'm fascinated by that though because i feel like because i feel like a lot of the times you know like i um before obviously before the pandemic and you know there was you know people were outside um, you know, and then like they would go to bars and stuff. Like I would see some of these guys who would just be at the bar just like by themselves. They'd have like, you know, they'd have, you know, they just keep like getting around to beers and stuff and they keep having it, you know, come towards them, but they got like, they've got like their earpiece in or something and, and they're just, <laughs> they're just going nuts over this stuff. And as soon as somebody doesn't like catch a ball or get a handoff or, or, or whatever, you know, you just, you always see these guys just like freaking out and they're, and they're just, they're just like, no, they're like, give him the ball. He's got to get in the end zone. And you're like, and you're like, I need my points this week. And you know, it's just a, it, it, it's, it's so crazy to me how um how serious people get about this but it's also fascinating like the research and everything that goes into it for people to even read up about this stuff to where they're just like all right where's my daily dose of you know like i'm gonna go find out this information on like who i should be playing this week and and all that all that other stuff like do you also have to research like the um do you have to do anything specifically like if it's because i know there's different types of leagues am i am i am i right or am i wrong about that because i feel like it's I feel like what was it like PP, like PPR or something like that. Yeah, so they do have, and and that's the same with like the daily fantasy sports. It's literally, you know, every Sunday you're picking new teams, you're doing different contests, this and that. Um, unlike you know season long where you have that that team your whole the whole NFL season, right? And and the and the things, yeah. There's just so much like variation of even just from the daily stuff from like. Um, this contest, that contest, and it's all about, you know, how much money you want to put. I mean, there's, there's 25 cent contest. There's a hundred dollar contest. Like, so you can, you can kind of just choose the kind of, you know, how involved you want to get. And that's why we kind of do that because we do have a lot of people that just, you know, they just do a couple entries. They maybe play five, $6, but then you also have people like our CEO plays, tens of thousands of dollars every every single every single week so it's kind of crazy when yeah no it's it's crazy and and i i mean i'm i'm more of a casual player in the sense that um i'll play i'll play a couple hundred every every week but i'm never getting to where where my entries are in the thousands like that's insane (laughs) to me but but if you're winning or you have one big i see where people take the next step up like it, it makes sense but at the same time, too, you have to be smart about it because, like you like you said, like people take it very serious. And when you have a starting running back, let's say Delvin Cook, and they bring in the backup and he gets the rushing touchdown, yep. that really that really hurts your team. So, <laughs> yeah, so I can see the, the guy with his little earpiece freaking out about that. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, no, absolutely, like absolutely. And trust me, at one point I had that same reaction when I played when I was you know when I was in the in the leagues that I was in and stuff. I was just I it, it was it was hilarious how 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 all of that stuff just kind of like 
kind of came around and how people were acting when they were doing it and stuff. And it was just, it, it's, it's all, it's all in really good fun. Um, but obviously it's definitely leveled up, um, you know, in the past, you know, freaking decade, decade that I haven't, that I haven't even done it. Um, but, uh, but no, that's, I mean, I mean, that's awesome. Like, have you, so is there, so when it comes down to it though, is there like a favorite, do you have a favorite sport that you like to cover or is it just kind of like a, you know, like cool, like I'm dabbling into everything type of thing? Um, so I, I, like I said, I cover the NFL and NHL Yes. and my favorite, my favorite sport is NHL to cover. There you go. Um, but I, I literally play everything. I play, I play tennis, I play soccer, whether it's the, you know, American MLS or European EPL. Um, I play League of Legends, which is like a video game. Like I literally dabble in every single aspect of daily fantasy sports. And it came to that point when, um, this year in hockey on the third day of the season, I, I took down a tournament with two other guys and I won $12,000. So I basically had my funding for the season and I was so successful in NHL that it became my favorite because, you know, when you're winning, <laughs> it obviously you, you, you tend to, uh, you know, go towards that more. If you're winning, you're not only having fun doing it, but you're actually seeing successful like results you're gonna you're gonna uh, gravitate towards that so i started uh really getting into hockey where i mean i, I was playing probably anywhere from six to seven hundred dollars a night and i played the i played the whole season and i was up that's awesome and now now a little bit of that helps because of that first win i had a really nice bank to play off obviously i took some of that money out i wasn't rolling with 12 G's, you know, like every day or something like that. But, <laughs> right. but, but in the middle of the season, when I was kind of getting lower, I actually, I actually had a, a night where I won over 28,000. So okay. I, I've hit, I've, I've had highs and lows and that's what I, I kind of find funny with the whole daily fantasy sports is a lot of people are, um, they're like, Oh, they hear you win. They're like, Oh, I want to do that. It's like, well, you have to be prepared to lose. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, just cause I won, you know, the five hundred dollars that night that doesn't mean i didn't lose a thousand during the week playing baseball or you know this or that so i think a lot of people see the instant like gratification and think oh that's how it's gonna be and it's like no <laughs> it's not like that <laughs> you have to be you have to be prepared to lose and yes if yes you, if you can weather the storm you can be successful but i mean it's it's you you know it it's sports anything yeah. can happen at any moment injury weather this that like so it's it's kind of not for the you know it's not for like the fan of heart where the people that like just want to you know if you're a big packer fan you can't just pick all packer players that's not going to be that's, that's not going to be optimal so I, I just feel yeah that's not a legitimate strategy like i just i no, yeah. you know as as big of a fan as you can be about that you can't really just say like you know like oh yeah no my i'm sticking with my guys no no i'm not i'm not i i just i <laughs> you still gotta look you, you've got to be able to look at everybody else but uh but no i mean that's awesome either way so like we like i i love the um I love that we've kind of like we've kind of taken a dive into the you know into the uh, like the 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 fantasy sports um, the fantasy sports Josh and you know and this is like I mean it's it's really cool it's really cool to hear people um, to hear people talk about you know like what they like what they do for like what they do for a living outside of TikTok because obviously like that's how I mean that's basically like how you and I had met but I'm always curious to know like what people are doing 
you know, as actual, you know, as like people outside of, outside of the app, because sometimes, you know, and I talk a lot, I talk a lot about this with, you know, all of my guests, like, and because the majority of them are people who have done a good amount on TikTok. And it's like, sometimes you don't see, like, you don't see the, you don't see the person outside of like, of like the content that they're creating. And, and it's, and it's really good to just like get a human, you know, get a human type feel for who somebody is. So besides the fact that you, have are are doing a ton with uh with fantasy sports writing and you know and you've and you've obviously like you know you've you've been doing it for you've been doing it for a while but um but in the uh but in the education world you're actually doing some stuff there as well and again you can correct me if i'm wrong because every time i go into your live and then people are asked like if i go into your live session because and by the way i i always enjoy those i i seriously do consider those my home stretch nowadays because i like I just, I, I gotta, like, I gotta have something in the background to, like, keep me from the stress that, like, happens at work and stuff. So then when I come into your live and I'm just like, home stretch, here we go. And it's just, it's absolutely fantastic. But you are also um, an instructional aide, aren't you? I am. I am. So, um, and a lot of people, I mean, some people know what that is, but a lot of people are like, so are you a teacher? Are you, I, uh, an instructional aide basically just helps out throughout the whole school. So I, I specifically work with fourth grade this year. So I'll bounce around those classes every day. And like I said earlier, my degrees in English with emphasis in creative writing. So I tend to do, um, uh, help the fourth graders a lot with their, their writing and their papers to kind of just help them kind of, you know, hone in on their skills and kind of learn. I mean, they're in fourth grade. It's, it's sometimes hard when, uh, you know, when you have a certain skill or you have, a certain look on life and you're like oh that's right they're just learning this for the first time so right. it's, it's very interesting to see that aspect of it as well as when you see the light bulb turn on in their you know in their in their eyes and you're like oh they're getting this or the next time you work on a paper and they 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 got something right that they've been you know kind of um doing wrong in their papers the whole time and and you're like okay they're getting this now so it's it's a very kind of a cool thing to be able to work with a bunch of different students across many classrooms and then all over the school. Like I also help out with lunch. Um, I help out at recess. So, you know, I'm jumping in playing some kickball with the kids and doing all that fun stuff. So, oh, oh, so good. without question. I mean, yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> four square tetherball. I don't care. <laughs> I will, I will play the kids in any sport that they're, they're doing. And, and I think they like it too. Cause I remember, and I'm sure when you were in school too, my my uh, instructional aides that helped out at the school were not. I mean, they weren't mean, but they weren't like they kind of just sat there and did their job. They didn't like really interact. Like I try to, you know, I check in on the kids. I ask them how their day is going. Um, if I ask them about their weekend, you know, I don't make it generic where you know it's like, oh, how was your weekend? I'm like, oh, I you said you were going to your grandma's house. How was that? What did you guys do? You know, and I think the kids really enjoy that. So. You know, and and I'm actually I'm actually really glad that you mentioned that because, like, I I I feel I feel the same I feel the same way. Like, there's a lot of there's a lot of um you know whether they're instructional aides or uh, people that are just like helping out like volunteering and stuff as well. I feel like sometimes yeah, like they're just there they're just there to to do their job and get out you know and get out when they can. And you can probably tell that, you know, maybe that person is just doing it just because, you know, maybe they need the extra money or maybe because they need, uh, I, I don't know if they're like, if they're, 
and I don't even know if this is even if this is possible or if people even do this, but maybe they're just doing it as like a as as a volunteer thing because they need some credit for maybe they need some type of credit for college or they need some type of um, credits to go towards an internship of some. I, I don't even I don't even know if that if that makes sense. But I love the fact. But I love the fact that you are kind of like taking that extra. You're like kind of going that extra mile to. Uh, to build a connection and build a relationship with the kids, and I always like so. So I always appreciate that. I had um, there was an episode I had uh, I had a, a guy named Andrew Hurley. Uh, he's also on he's also on TikTok, and he does um, he's a football coach. Uh, used to play linebacker in college, and now he's a, you know now he's a football coach out in uh, out in Arizona. And he and I actually talked a lot about the fact that you know um, sometimes like. Like with each, like with each kid, almost like each kid, each athlete, like has their own story, or each student has their own story of like of how they're basically. I mean, geez, like basically, like how they're handling life nowadays. You, you yeah. know, like and, they, and as they get older, like not every one of them is going to handle it the same exact way. So when somebody takes that extra, like takes that extra step because they actually care about the kids and they want them to, they want them to succeed. They want to help them but they also build the relationship with them that is not just the student because at the end of the day at the end of the day just like everybody else they're people so you have to yeah so i mean i i'm actually i i love the fact i love the fact that you um that that you do that did you ever did you ever do um have you have you done anything with uh, with coaching have you coached any sports in the past uh, yeah, I actually, um, when I was in high school, I would uh, volunteer at the Girls and Boys Club. Okay. And I would do uh, basketball for, um, like, it was like third and fourth grade basketball. So it was for, like, the little kids at the elementary schools around the area. Um, and, I, I mean, I played basketball in high school. I played in college and all that. So basketball has always been a passion of mine. So it was kind of nice being able to do that but then, you know, give back to the community that way. Um, but I also did coach um, freshman girls basketball uh, for a couple years, and I really enjoyed that too. So, um, co- coaching is kind of you know kind of like teaching, like you said, like every every kid's kind of their own. You know which kids you can push, which kids you kind of have to back off at a certain point. But like at least with sports, you know you want to get the most out of the kids. So sometimes you got to push them a little bit harder. But um, but yeah, it's all about reading reading the situation and kind of knowing the kids, which you you get that after you know you're around them for you know a week two weeks so it's it's definitely an interesting kind of uh i don't know dynamic um with sports and school but they're they kind of like correlate as well so yeah yeah no absolutely is there so so and and you know for me like um for me just as an example like when i was a uh i want to say want to say like maybe three to four like three to four years ago um, I was coaching, uh, I was coaching basketball for, uh, 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 fifth graders, fifth grade boys. And it was actually for my high school. Now it's for their feeder program that goes into, that goes into the high school. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, I, I, I played, I played basketball in high school. I tried out for, um, I tried out for a division three, a division three college in Wisconsin. Uh, that didn't, that didn't work out. I ended up going to Illinois state university for the rest of my schooling. And I actually ended up being on a scout, um, being on a scout team 
for uh, for the women's team at ISU. And, and I mean, and let me just tell you, like I got, I got schooled like every day. So it was just, uh, and, you know, and, and I, and I like to, con- and I, I do consider myself to be pretty basketball savvy. Like I've always been like the, I've always been the, the point guard and I've always been the guy who, you know, he loves to, you know, loves to share the ball and, and everything. And then, you know, and, and find my shot when I can. And I love playing defense and all that stuff. But man, I got to tell you, it's just a different dynamic when you play against division that it doesn't matter. Division one, two, or three athletes. These are college athletes, man. Like it was nuts. So, yeah. but but back to but back to when I was volunteering, um, there was a defining moment for me where I kind of like I kind of looked at it and I was just like I was like man I'm like I'm like coaching is coaching is probably one of the more underrated um one of the more underrated things that I have ever that I have ever done because just because of the impact that you can make on the kids just because the impact that you can make on the kid's life. And again, that could be with sports, that could be with school, but this kid was having, this kid was just having a, a, you know, he was just having an off game, right? He was, I mean, I want to say like he started the game like 0 for 7 um, shooting. And, and I mean, they weren't bad shots. He took good shots. Like, you know, he was doing exactly what I coached him to do. And then the next thing you know, he, you know, he, I call timeout. Like we we're just, you know, the kids just looked like they were flustered and, and the other team was on like an eight to nothing run or something like that. And I was like, all right, all right, wait a minute. I'm like, hold, hold on. Like, let's, let's call timeout. Let's, let's get the kids, let's get the kids over here. So kid looks at me and he says, he said, you got, he's like, he's like, coach, you should just take me out. Like, I can't, he's like, I can't even shoot. And I go, and I go, oh, I'm like, what? I'm like, what, what do you mean? I'm like, first of all, you're taking good shots. I'm not upset with you for taking the shots you have. They're just not falling right now. There's nothing you can do about it. That's the game of basketball. You got to be, you just got to keep shooting. That's it. So I told him, I said, next time you have an open jump shot and it's, and it's good, like the ones you've been taking already, next time you have an open shot, I want you to take it. And I said, I don't care if you miss, I don't care if you make it. I just want you to keep trying. That's it. And as soon as he had that open shot, he went ahead and he sunk it. It was nothing but net jog back like jog back to get you know hustle back to get on defense but he pointed at me and I saw the smile on his face and I'm looking at him and I'm like I'm like holy crap I'm like that like I don't care what I do for the rest of my for the rest of my coaching (laughs) coaching career whether it's whether it's volunteer or getting paid for it I don't really care what happens that probably is one of the is one of the best moments one of my favorite moments that I've ever had as a coach, just because of the fact that the kid kept trying and he didn't give up on himself, so yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's amazing. That's um, <clears throat> that's like one of those moments that yeah, you could have a zero and twenty season, but that moment will like stick with you forever. And with that kid as well. Yeah, and I actually had a similar, not even joking, a similar kind of like thing like that. My first year coaching, um. We were playing. We were playing in this game, and the team was the team was better than us. It's just that there's no way around it. They were better than us. We were down seventeen to zero to start the game, and the girls kept looking over at me to call a timeout. And I even had like parents and people chirping, like, "Coach, you need to call a timeout. You need to do this." And I'm like, "Unless you've been a player and you understand the situation, you some some situations you just have to you have to bail yourself out." So my point guard looked at me, and I was like, "Be a leader. Get a stop." And yeah, we we lost that game. It was a better team, but we we got the game back to with within you know five ten points because they believed in each other. They looked at each other. You know they 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 knew what they had to get done. And that's that's freshmen. That's like freshman kids where that's you know some of these kids didn't even play in middle school. They just came out for the team and this and that. And um and th- those moments when they like find that confidence because you let them push themselves or like, or like you, you know, you, 
you said, you know, don't give up on yourself. Keep shooting. Shots are gonna shots are gonna drop eventually. You right. just have to be able to like get through through and push through the the tough times. And that's what it was on that run. I mean, the girls. I mean, it was it was embarrassing. I'll, I'll admit it. Like you know, we're down seventeen nothing, and everyone's just like looking at me, and I'm like, nope, <laughs> I'm not bailing you. I'm not bailing you out. And, and, yeah. it, and it's 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 like those little things that like I was teaching my my girls things that even you know like I played basketball my my whole life things that even you know like you learned when you were uh, on varsity when you were in college and i tried to teach them that as freshmen so they can not only use that on the court and in their basketball career but also i mean that builds character when you're down and out like instead of just pulling the plug or giving up easy you just keep pushing through and yeah so it's but once you see that confidence like you said light up in their eye like you're like okay that's worth it. Yeah. It's, it's well, awesome. well, and you know what? And, and so, so the biggest thing for me, especially with my, especially with my coaching career so far, I'm not like, I, I, if I was, if I was coaching, if I was coaching at the varsity level, then obviously, yes. Like, do you want, do, do, do you want to build a, a winning program at the, at the varsity level? Absolutely. Like that's what, that's what every, I mean, in, in the high school world, that's what every, every high school wants. That's what every program wants, which is totally fine. But it starts by building up the young building up the underclassmen so that they can get to a point where they do get to varsity and then they can help you and they can help you make an impact or they can help you get as far as they possibly you know as far as they can possibly get you but for me when i'm coaching when i'm coaching athletes or when i'm you know whether you know i've cuz i've coached girls and i've coached boys the biggest thing for me is that like especially when they're younger like yes do i want to teach them to win absolutely but i don't want to just teach them to win in the game of basketball i want i want to teach them how they can be like you know i want to teach them to like be a good person i want to teach them to to you know just to, like have the confidence to do things in life outside of basketball because let's just face it like a lot of a lot of high school athletes that play that play sports there's no guarantee that they're going to make it that they're going to make it in college like i mean I, that percentage like i mean we all know like what the percentage is of 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 college athletes being able to make it pro it's like it's very very slim when you when you have like the grand you know the grand the grand scheme of it and you like you take all the athletes and you put them together and then you're just like well what percentage of those actually make it and it's honestly for me it's the same thing for high school like yeah there's a lot of full ride scholarships that are out there and there's a lot of people that there's a lot of kids that'll do walk-ons and whatnot but there's no guarantee that they're all gonna just you know oh man like uh, this kid over here is is going to be is is going to be a, a a famous tennis player. Like it, it it doesn't it it doesn't work it doesn't work that way. Like when you find a couple of those kids that are able to do that, you're happy for them, and that's totally fine. But I always want to make sure that I'm teaching them the skills. Like I'm teaching them skills that they need to learn outside of being outside of being an athlete. Just like like and you can still teach them that kind of stuff. I know you probably know this as well as I do. You could teach them that kind of stuff and and kind of like have the have it correlate with, you know, when you're having practices or you're having games or anything like that. I mean, it's just it, it's a it's a it's a weird but also fantastic dynamic of where you can you can kind of like kill two birds with one stone when you're trying to teach them things. Yeah, I I I completely agree with that too because it does come down to you know the girls would get mad at me when I when I have them running sprints. I, like it's one of those like aha moments where we're running sprints. They're all mad at me because we're running sprints. Then the next game, 
when like I call a timeout and I call them over, I'm like, Hey, do you, do you notice how they're all tired? Are you guys tired? They're like, no. And then it's like, Oh, it's because you made us run all those sprints. You were preparing us for what the game was going to be like. And when they notice that, then it becomes a little bit easier to, to teach them and, and train them in, you know, that kind of mindset because they're seeing the reward of the hard work. And it's not just, I'm like, I'm not making you run because I'm mad at you or, or you're doing something wrong. I'm doing it. So you'll be in better shape for the game or yep. this or that, you know, like, yeah, it, it, it does stink. It's running's not, it's not, the, it's not the best thing ever, but <laughs> it will help you. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, and, and you know, and I, and I, I'm, I'm glad you said that too, because a lot of the times, a lot of the times when I would be going through my practices, I would just be like, I'd be like, look, this isn't because I don't like you. Like, this is just because this is what basketball is like it's running up and down the court sometimes for sometimes for for minutes straight at a time because because you know that's just how the game is flowing i mean that's just there's there's nothing that there's nothing you can do about it i mean you're not not going to run unless you want to give up 100 points because you're not getting back on defense and everybody's just making layups i mean that's just not it it's not going to work so it's it's a funny it's always a funny thing how they're just how sometimes they'll they'll just be like oh my god this is a punishment like how can you do this to us and i'm like i'm not i'm not doing anything i'm not doing anything to you that the game of basketball isn't gonna do to you yeah oh my god it's just it's absolutely crazy and like i yeah i i totally i totally agree with you on the on the whole on the whole sprints thing that's always been a uh, that's always been that's always been something I I it's hilarious to to hear kids even talk about or even parents talk about sometimes and you're just like you're like man I'm like you, what you think sports is not does not involve running I'm like I'm get out of here so yeah oh my god it's just it's crazy stuff um uh, also all right so so I have to so I have to ask you this then so like you said you played a lot of uh, you played a lot of bas you played basketball pretty much your whole life um when it comes to me when it comes to me like I've gone through a lot of basketball shoes in my time I like tons like absolutely tons of them and you know i was always like i was always just kind of sitting there and i'm just like man like like what would be like i wish i could always just stick to like to like one like one basketball shoe but obviously that's not going to happen because you know obviously they're going to wear out over time and and of course you know shoes coming out with like new technology and stuff and like for stability and and being able to move around and whatnot was there like in the time that you've been playing is there a is there a particular is there a particular style of of basketball shoe or a brand that you felt just like did it right when it came to when it came to um when it came to basketball shoes? Well, I know you're gonna love this, Jimmy. It's the Jordan. <laughs> that's it's what Jordans. I knew Jordans it. all day. <laughs> I I uh that's all I wore uh, growing up in high school and um, even in college and everything. And yeah, there's just Jordans are just a superior brand. I don't, I don't like them so much now, but like, I mean, I was rocking like the 11s with like the patent leather and, and all those. And those were like the most comfortable. They just fit the best. And so I went back to them every year and, you know, like, you know, I know everyone can Jordan are Jordans are expensive. I understand that not everyone can afford that. I was lucky enough that, you know, my, my parents would, would buy me those. And it wasn't, you know, just cause like, Hey, I want these Jordans as, you know, just to have Jordans and this and that. It was like, they, they understood. Like I, I explained to them, like, you know, it's a good product. You know, you're, yeah, it's expensive, but you're paying for what you get. Yep. And yeah. And it was just, I mean, it didn't make me a better basketball player, but they were comfortable. And I, you know, like it's, it's weird. I, I'm glad you brought this up because 
I've had so much problems with uh, um, not basketball, but with running, finding like the right shoe. And oh. I feel like that is with basketball too, where once you find that shoe, I, I mean, you're not going to go away from it. It's- no, right, right. And you know, and honestly, like, I mean, I mean, I, ugh, I, I have to, so I am glad that I brought this up and that was a, that, and I'm really actually happy that segue worked out um, because, <laughs> because there's a, uh, there's actually, um, my my father in law, so he is a big Jordan fan. Like if if you're gonna if if you're gonna meet somebody and and they just and they just abs just he he is Jordan Bulls over like over everything. I think at one point he even told me a story of where he told like he told my wife Bianca that Phil Jackson was the president. It, like <laughs> that's just how that's just how popular and how much he loved how much he loved it and of course my mother-in-law was just like was like Keith you can't tell her that Phil Jackson is the president I get it but you can't do that okay so knock it off we need to we need to fix this and it was just it was so funny though um but he so he actually um he has so many pairs of Jordans to the point where there's a lot of them that he's had for at least like three to four years and he hasn't even worn them yet like okay they're just like they're next in line they're, they're sitting wears a- <laughs> they're sitting there they're sitting in his closet and i'm looking at him and he knows here's the thing too he knows that i'm gonna get like not upset with him but he knows that i'm just gonna get really really just like annoyed because i'm gonna sit there yeah. and i'm just gonna be like dude wear the shoes man what are you doing they're just sitting in your closet collecting dust you can't do that to them and it was just a it was just one of those things he had a pair of jordan 30s do you remember? Do you remember when the '30s came out? I think like what, like Russell Westbrook was like a big thing. Oh, like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, so he has them. He got them for his birthday, and I'm just he 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 hands them to me, and he goes, he goes, "What do you think of those?" And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, well, you know, I'm like, I would love to wear these, but I know you're not going to. And he's like, he goes, he goes, no, yeah, man, they're like nice and flexible. And I go, yeah, stop describing them to me. I know you're not going to wear them. I'm like, oh my God. But I totally agree with you because I had, um, oh man, uh, I think the first, first pair, the first pair of Jordans that I, that I ever, um, that I ever owned was actually thanks, was actually thanks to, it was thanks to, uh, thanks to my wife. She bought, uh, she bought them for me and they were just, they're beautiful. I, I, I wore them like I should have and I, I, I took care of them. I cleaned them as much as I could. Um, and you know, it's just, they, they just kind of wore out over time and, and that's that, but they got, but you know, I got, you know, got their, got your money's worth. That's just how, oh, yeah. that's just how it is. What are the, what are the, um, cause I'm going to mention, uh, I'm going to mention TikTok here because I, I totally screwed up that duet and, and my, my mother-in-law and of course, Bianca, oh, my God, yeah. dude, oh, oh my God. <laughs> I, at some point I'm going to have to redo that by the way, because otherwise I'm never going to live it down. Like they are seriously, they seriously looked at me. Like I saw, they're just like, okay, first of all, they're like, look at the guy with the Jordans. Dude, look what he did with them. He tucked in the laces. He's not an amateur. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I go, I go, what? I'm like, what is this? I'm like, leave me alone. What is going on? And they're just like, you had the laces out. What is wrong with you? Like, it just looks weird. And I go, okay. I'm like, okay, fine. I'm like, you had your, uh, it was your purple. Um, I believe that they're, I believe that they're purple. 
Uh, yeah, they're uh, the Jordan ones. That's, yes, that's like my main shoe. That's all I really come oh. to buy anymore. Oh my god, are the Jordan ones. They were oh man. I don't know. They're beautiful. Like I love. Like I I I love them. Like it was just literally. It was just like it was like looking at a piece of art. And and I and I of course like ruined the 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 art by by you know. <laughs> by having the laces tucked out of my shoes <laughs> oh my god but at some point i'll have to at some point i will have to um I, I i will have to i will have to redo that and i i'll just make sure that my that you know that that my 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 crew of critics over here um is just gonna you know have to be there when i do it so that i do it right the next time it's like oh my god right they're, they're gonna be in the background cheering you on yep yep but, it, but mostly keeping an eye on you like what is this doing <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. And I, I got to say this before we get too far off the point. I'm with Bianca's dad. I have two pairs of running shoes that I bought because I thought, you know, like we talked about, I found a shoe that is my shoe that I love wearing. It's comfortable, this and that. I have two in the in my closet and boxes that I haven't worn yet. I've had them for about six, seven months. So <laughs> I, I get it to a point, but I also agree with you too. It's like you got to let those babies see the sunlight. You know? <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Like let them. Like let them breathe. They got to be outside. Yeah. Let, yeah. Let them. Yeah. Let them breathe a little bit. <laughs> got to be outside for the world to see. Um. Yeah. But no. I like as far as I, I'm always going to say this too. And yeah. Just like getting back to that point. Like Jordan. Jordan just did it right when it came. When it comes to when it comes to basketball shoes. Like I've like I've tried. I've tried Adidas. I've tried Under Armour. I have tried Nike. And I just like it, it's a very. It's just very much to the point where you're just like ah, you're like man. Once you find, once you find a good, um, yeah, like it's like you said earlier. Once you find a, like something good, you don't want to go away from it because it works. So it's yeah. just, it's just, it's just one of those things. And um, yeah, I, I, I couldn't, I, I couldn't agree more. But, uh, but Josh, before, before I let you go, um, this is, uh, this is also, and like I said. I was just super excited for this for this episode overall. Um, I I love the um, I, I honestly like I, I love the fact that our that our paths our paths crossed and that um, and that you know like you uh, like you and uh, and uh, uh, Stephanie Johnson obviously and and Tina Wetzel and you know like like and and myself like it's kind of like a, like obviously like you guys like you guys are, are, are so, I just feel, I feel like you're so quick witted with everything that you guys do that every time I just like come to your live sessions, I just got to bring my popcorn because I'm just waiting for like what I'm waiting for, like what the two of them are going to say next oh. to the, it's so those, those ladies keep me on my toes. Man. <laughs> I, I mean, I, and sometimes it's funny too. Cause like after they'll text me and they'll be like, was that too mean? <laughs> I was like, no, I can take it. I can take it. You know, once in a while, you know, it's like, it's like, come on now. <laughs> Leave me alone. Like, like I, if, it, if it naturally comes up and you guys are ragging on me because I said something weird and something dumb, that's cool. But I mean, when you just, you go out of your way to do it. <laughs> no, but it, it's fun. Like, it's kind of, kind of like you said, like, you know, I met you through TikTok. I, I consider Stephanie Johnson, like one of my best friends. Like, and it's weird. Cause like within weeks, people are like, like, oh, how long have you and Stephanie know each other? We're like, I, we just met like last week, you know, and the community that we've built, you know, with me, you, Tina, Stephanie, you know, it's kind of like it helped us get through the pandemic. You know, I mean, obviously, we're still dealing with COVID, this and that, but it did help you through that time where, I mean, I'm, I live alone. So my like kind of like outlet was TikTok and my kind of the people I interacted with was from TikTok because you couldn't really go out and do anything. So, yeah. 
and look, I'm always like, I'm always going to say this, like I, I, the, the community, the community that, yeah, that we have, that we have been building, like of just, um, you know, people that are like people that are just, you know, like hilarious, like entertaining, like they're very real and down to earth. And, and also they just, you know, they just want to like, they just want to spread positivity and they want to make sure that, you know, that, uh, that it, it's, they just want to make sure that they're that they're being kind and that they're being, you know, and that they're just being good people. And I think that, and I, and I always appreciate, I always appreciate the fact like when you can build, when you can build something like that, because it, especially, especially in these times, like, you know, it's, it's such a crazy, it's such a crazy weird like world nowadays that it's it, but at the same time, like you try to, you try to find some ways to embrace it because of the fact that look at what has been built since all of this has happened like look at the friendships that you're the friendships that you're making the 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 connections that you're building the relationships that are forming like it's all, all there there is a lot of good that has come out of a very very unfortunate a very unfortunate situation and and i just like and, and you know like i like i just couldn't like here's the thing like i couldn't be more i could not be more thankful for for you guys i really couldn't like tina like tina's always coming in you know co- always coming into my lives like and just being you know super supportive and obviously stephanie with her just with I, I don't know i don't know how that woman does it like the stuff that she comes up with i i i just i, I don't know i don't know how she does it if she's got like a google if she's got like google in front of her and she's just like think like quick things think just is it just me or does it come out like rapid fire to the point where you're just like what what how did you come up with this like what do yeah. you mean it's so same, same with like all her jokes and all her oh. little her, all her all her dad jokes i'll call them dad jokes they're pretty much dad they're jokes. dad jokes <laughs> Oh my gosh! But they're they're great. Her and and I know like you know she's got probably she's probably she's got like twelve joke books. I know she does. But she, I mean, her delivery too. And it's funny because it's in chat. But her delivery is like, I, I got to tell you a quick story. So she did a um a why did the why did the chicken cross the road joke to me? Yeah. And and at the time I was like okay. And she's like she's like to get to the idiot's house. And I'm like, okay, that's, you know, kind of mean stuff. Thanks. But no. So like she tells it, I'm like, okay, that's funny. Nothing else happens with it. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of just a weird joke. An hour after I get off my live, she goes knock, knock in my, in, in the, in our like uh, little chat. And I'm like, who's there? She goes, the chicken. I was like, did you just play the long game with me over a chicken crossing the road and knock, knock joke. And it was like the best thing ever. And I was like, that's like, oh my god! That's when I knew I was like, man, this this girl's something else, dude. She's so funny. <laughs> she is. I, she is. Oh, she is. She is hilarious. Like I can't. I, and again, I, like I can't. I can't keep up with her a lot of the times. And I'm just. I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, I'm like, oh my god. It's just, it's absolutely crazy. But, but again, like, that's the, like, that's the great thing about it though. Like, like she knows how to, you know, like her and Tina or, or if it's like anybody else that is like, that is building relationships and connections and stuff, the stuff that I have seen people build is, has just been, has been so great because I'm just like, I'm like, it's, it's needed. Like, you know, it, it's, it, it's, it's tough times and, and it's very easy to just, it's very easy to just like give in and, and to, you know, and, and to just think like, oh man, like you just have like nothing but negative thoughts. Like, and sometimes those negative thoughts come around, but when you have people that you can, 
when you have people that you can lean on, especially, you know, people that, I mean, good Lord, like you just met, you just met maybe six or seven months ago when, when the pandemic happened. And then we all came on an app and we started to, we started to, you know, talk to each other and, and just have fun and, and get to know each other. And it's been, and it's been great ever since that. It's just, it's those kind of things that, that I wish, um, you know, and, and obviously like, I'm going to continue doing, I'm going to continue doing what I do. I know that you will, I know Steph will, and, you know, and I know everybody else will, but it's just, it's one of those things that I wish, I wish, you know, was, was focused on a little bit more in a world where there's just so much kind of like negativity and toxicity right now that it's like, you know, you're, you're trying to stand, you're trying to stand out with it, you know? So it's just, yeah, it's yeah, difficult. It's, like you said, it's, it's just, it's everywhere, everywhere you turn. So to, to have that choice to be positive and surround yourself with positive people, even people that, you know, I've never met you. I've never met Stephanie. I've never met Tina. But like, and as a much, you know, grief they get, as they give me in my lives, I know if I like seriously needed anything, I could go to you. I could go to uh, Tina, Stephanie. So it's nice to not only build like the relationships, but like relationships that actually matter and not just like, you know, once we get off, once I close the app out, nope, that's it. We don't our our connection is done until i open the app again that's not what it is though so it's kind of kind of a cool thing that we've that we've all kind of built in and got accustomed to and like you said because of kind of a terrible thing but we we've made the best of it and we've really made a great community on tiktok so it's kind of crazy yeah no absolutely i i've I'm always going to be thankful for it and I'm always going to, I'm always going to love it and I'm not going to, and I'm not going to stop doing it. I, it's, it's just, it, it's for, for, and you know what, in, in all honesty, like I'll even confess something to you for the, for the first time in a really long time. Um, I just feel like I am doing something that number one, not only makes me happy, but also number two is something that I've been, something where I've just been wanting to make an impact. Like if, like I have, like I enjoy, I have enjoyed doing this on TikTok and like being, being part of a positive community and like kind of being somebody that, you know, that can help people through really tough times. I, I like that has, that has meant more to me. That has been more meaningful for me than, than any other job that I have, than any other job that I've ever had. And not that TikTok is a job, but it's just, but it, it kind of is to it, a point. It can't. It can, well, yeah, it can be like fifty. I would say like fifty fifty. And I'm actually glad you brought that up because yeah, sometimes it, it's it, it's not like you're you're making it your job, but to a point, sometimes it can be. Well, and let's not call it a job, Jimmy. We're not getting paid. It's We're not. Internship. No, I know. Yeah. No, no, right. <laughs> but no, but no. Like I, I agree a hundred percent with that because, um, yeah. I mean, I, I know this has happened to you because I've seen it in your lives. And I know I've seen it in Stephanie's and this and that. And it is kind of crazy to me to think of the impact I've had on people's lives that I might not ever meet. I've had people tell me like, like you have no idea. Like I needed a smile today and your lie brought me that. And, or, you know, like I've had people tell me like, you know, you, you know, in kind of like a backwards way, you kind of saved my life. Like not like necessarily, you know, saying it was going to that extreme, but like they just were like down and out and they're like, this is exactly what I needed. And they like, you know, they come in, they interact with you, with Stephanie, with Tina, with anybody in our, like, you know, just our chat, not even just us. And it's so amazing to see that, that it's TikTok, it, uh, you know, kind of like at the time it was like a dancing app for kids. Yep. And now we've kind of built it into this community where, you know, adults are on it of every walk of life. Yeah. From grandparents to this and that. And it's, 
it's kind of amazing that you can have that effect on people because I, I never, I never thought of when I got TikTok, I just was going to be, you know me, I am a ridiculous person. I'm a man child as Stephanie and Tina will agree to, um, you know, just trying to navigate my way through life. But like, I never thought in a million years that I could have an effect on, um, like somebody's like day or somebody's like mood. And it's kind of cool seeing that it makes it worthwhile. The same with coaching and working with kids. When you, when you see that kind of click in their eye, when they get something or when, you know, like the kid, you know, teaching, teaching them to keep, keep going, going after it, keep shooting. You're going to, one's going to drop and that confidence goes up. It's the same way with TikTok, where some of these people, they just need somebody to say hi to somebody to talk to. And the fact that we can provide that just because we got over so many followers so we can go live and talk to people, you know, on our phone. Like, right. Right. It's crazy to me. It's just crazy, but it's in such like the coolest way ever. So, yeah, absolutely. And, 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 you know, and, and, and I think that, I think that's a, I think that's a great, I think that's a great point to end on because, because, you know, like we're, we're, we're doing, we're doing everything, we're doing everything that we can, but also everything that we enjoy to actually, to actually help people. And then when we need to lean on each other, that's what we're able to do. So it's just, it, it's been, I say this on every episode. I, I'm. It's. It's been. It's been one hell of a journey so far, and I don't really. And I don't see it ending, obviously. But it's just been. It's been great either way. But Josh, this has been like. This is basically. I want to tell you this, like before. And again, I. I was like, I said this last time, like before I let you go. But really, before I let you go, um, this is. Uh, you know, this was basically everything that I that I thought it would be. Um, and I again, can't tell you how much I appreciate your time today. Uh, and just, you know, being here talking with me on good times, on good times with Jimmy, like, uh, really helped me kick off the double digit, um, kick off the double digit episodes, uh, with, with something pretty awesome. So again, man, uh, um, thank you so much. Uh, it's, it's been an absolute pleasure and, uh, yeah. And of course, I mean, of course we'll be, we'll be talking outside of this, but, uh, but, but you're, you're one of the good ones, man. And I, and I appreciate what you do. I appreciate that. And thanks for having me on. And before, you know, we end this thing, uh, what kind of syrup do you have with your pancakes? I can't believe we didn't talk about it at all, bud. I'm more of, I'm more of just a normal, regular maple syrup guy, but I mean, like, what, what are you into? Are you in the blueberry syrup? Like what's going on over there? I don't even, well, it's, it's my, it's kind of, here's the thing though. Here's the thing though. It's IHOP's fault. <laughs> okay. You gave me, you gave me, you gave me choices and this is the problem. If you give me choices of syrup for pancakes and especially because of the fact that they're so freaking good, basically blueberry syrup. I don't know why it became my favorite to put on my pancakes, but it just, it just happened that way. And like, we don't have that. We don't have that at the house. We don't. And I don't even think they serve it. I don't even think they have it at local grocery stores. You're not going to be able to do that, but definitely blueberry for me. I just, I just, uh, it's just the way that it goes. My taste buds, my taste buds, that's just what they want. It's- <laughs> I, I, I understand. I understand. <laughs> oh man. Well, Josh, again, man, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And, uh, and we'll, uh, We'll, we'll talk again soon. And for those of you listening to this, uh, you've been listening to Josh Dolan and Jimmy Musial on the Good Times with Jimmy podcast. We'll catch you in the next one. 
Is it time for a new heating and cooling system? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services and Carrier today and get 0% financing for 18 months on a new heating and cooling system. Get the comfort you deserve from Griffith Energy Services and Carrier. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today for this and other exclusive offers. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. 